0: Welcome to Furniture of My Mind, your quirky Sunday morning podcast in which I bring you um, uh, (laughs) it's complicated. Today, I bring you close encounters of the serendipitous kind. It's interesting how the courses in life are not always served up in expected planned man-made order. Sometimes life surprises you with a sumptuous dessert when you are not even expecting a morsel. At others, when you had your appetite whetted with a pickin', flavorful, promising starter, your senses keenly, expectantly tuned to the feast to follow. Life suddenly declares a drought, and you have to do some deep breathing and calm your flummoxed, baffled nerves. At others, it serves up a well-plated dessert, the first bite of which you choke over, realizing how horribly wrong the recipe has gone. It's only sometimes, some very special, unexpected times, that unknown to yourself, the whole orchestra is laid out, every instrument tuned to the finest, subtlest frequency each one in complete harmony with the others. An unseen, unnamed energy flowing through every player, each one poised to begin at that perfect moment when the heavy maroon velvet curtain rises slowly in front of you and you realize that you are not walking on a dusty road, but sitting in the most breathtakingly beautiful place where beauty is sensed and breathed in and felt by every pore of you. And before you can gasp and say, "Ah, wow, the first note of the symphony is struck and the magic begins. It was one such evening, a lighthearted comedy applauding and hugging a friend, beating another, walking out onto thirst quenched earth, Gleaming leaves and happy trees, the short walk to the car in a fine drizzle. The sound and sight of the rain gods putting pedal to metal the minute I decided to roll down the window was setting up the stage for more drama to follow. This was just the appetizer before the main course. Our car rolled into a newly vacated spot in the parking lot and we stepped out to walk to a restaurant. The rain was down to a fine drizzle again. After coming down hard for exactly six and a half minutes, the time it took us to drive till there. Told you it was a magical evening. The lower floor was a bit noisy, so we walked up to the upper floor, which had only three tables, of which the two-seater one was vacant. For us. The young couple on the adjoining table were wrapping up their meal. Soon after, An elderly couple and their lungi-clad, big bag-carrying son came up and sat down at that table. The father pulled out an impressive camera complete with a protruding lens. He started to show the son some pictures he would taken. As the food arrived, I casually noticed that the father was eating with chopsticks. They were speaking in Tamil. I was happy to see the son attired in his regional dress and speaking in his mother tongue. Just this was enough for me to want to strike a conversation with them. Why? <laughs> Probably because you rarely see people dressed in attires of their regions and speaking unself consciously in their mother tongue in public spaces in Delhi anymore. Except during Durga Puja at CR Park. My mind meandered off to distant memories of train journeys as a child. When you could and would talk to your fellow passengers and could be openly curious about them. Heck, it was expected that you ask them about everything, from their job, size of family, native place, purpose of travel, eating habits, and anything under the sun. It used to be a mini cultural regional conclave. And far from avoiding eye contact or not sharing information with a stranger, it was the dumb thing to wax eloquent about government policies, state of things, At local, regional, national or global levels, retirement plans, knowledge gathered and wisdom attained. One happily took food from fellow travelers and shared one's own. Rounds of tea or coffee, depending on which part of the country you happen to be in, were generously paid for and graciously accepted. Remembering such a scenario... I had a keen yearning to recreate a micro-experience of it in this Chinese restaurant, a posh deli area. Our meal was drawing to a close. Theirs had started. From the corner of my eye, I tried to glean if there was any chance of catching the son's eye as he was sitting diagonally across from me. Any chance of a momentary shared snippet of conversation? Nope. Not even when my husband looked across their table and out of the window and wondered aloud if it was still raining. How easy it used to be in the good old days, I thought. And not just because I was a child. Even adults would openly exclaim, comment, express an opinion, join in a conversation, laugh unabashedly, reach out to help pass on the coolers of steaming tea being handed through the horizontal bars of the windows. But somehow... All this had also gone the way of cassettes, Walkmans, Lambrita scooters, and much else which could not keep up with the rapidly changing times. While waiting for the bill, my mind was struggling with its own self. To do or not to do? That was the question. Should I throw caution to the winds and risk being stared at as if I was a nutcase or worse still some suspicious character with a larger malevolent intent or even a rude intruder? Or should I act like the age my greying hair proclaimed me to be in a city and in times when one mustn't behave in this childish impulsive manner? No! No! The child and me wailed, If you walk out from here without indulging me, I am going to sulk and make you feel exasperated. Ultimately, the child won. And I was, as always, glad that she did. I mumbled an excuse me as I tried to walk past in the tiny space separating our tables. And then, having got the elderly gents' attention in a polite way, continued to mumble. A little more coherently, I thought. Mm, but can't be sure about childhood train journeys, wide-eyed curiosity, being impressed with the camera, the lungi, the language. I don't know in what sequence or with what connecting words it all tumbled out. But we all engaged in a conversation. Even the more reticent mother through smiles and nods. Apparently the son was a Mridangam player and had just performed and the photographs in the father's camera were of the performance. In the end... I introduced myself, we all smiled and parted on a happy for me, probably surprising for them, note. The child was content, so much so that she forwent the semi-promised ice cream. I stepped out in the clean night to find a youngster playing the guitar and singing along, smiling as he sang a vendor with a big basket of fragrant jasmine garlands walked across, spreading their heavenly perfume. I took a deep breath, half closed my eyes and smiled. The stomach, the ears, the eyes, the nose, the heart, were all resonating with the notes of this Serendipitous Symphony